Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Michael Hardy is a business doctor based in Nottinghamshire. When the first lockdown happened, Michael turned to his network to gather useful information to pass on to his clients. He also started the Consulting Room Lunch, as you'll hear in this conversation. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Michael. Hi, Liz. It's great to be here. Now, Michael, I know you as a a business doctor, but have you always worked in the sort of business development and mentoring sector? No, not at all. Um, My career has taken a few twists and turns. Um, Started out in catering, um, trained as a chef and and worked in hotels for for the first part of my career before joining um, the brewery Scottish in Newcastle, where I had 14 fantastic years um, developing in, in a corporate world. Um, and then, then was fortunate enough to uh, have an opportunity for a management buyout uh, with some colleagues to buy some brands that Scottish and Newcastle wanted focus on, but with uh, the usual challenges of big corporate businesses, they couldn't focus on with their own core brands. So yes, yeah, so um, had four years running my own business and uh, growing some brands and learning what it was like to be a small business owner and the challenges that come with that. Um, but they were great years and um, we were fortunately successful. We um, did really well with those brands and uh, eventually sold them to Heineken. Um, and that allowed me to uh, focus on other areas. And I got an opportunity to work with Salford University, um, chairing their CPD, their Continued Professional Development Arm, um, which really opened my eyes to the skills and um, what I'd learned over the years and how I could change them from not just in the drinks industry, but to different uh, sectors. So that was a real sort of eye opener for me as much as anything else um, and, and a great learning and, and back into an environment, an educational environment that I hadn't been since um, I was probably about 18. So that was uh, quite a, an eye opener as well. Yeah, well, it sounds like you've got all the right ingredients there for what you're doing now. You're having run a small business yourself and then sort of being on the training side of things. Uh, at what point did you become a business doctor and how did that come about? Um, it, it actually came about, I was um, I actually was lying in bed with a bad back for about three weeks at the start of 2018. And with a young family suddenly realising that travelling all over the UK and Ireland, as I was doing in different uh, roles, um, needed to change, needed to do something different. Um, so basically while I was in between Game of Thrones, which was my sort of <laughs> program of choice to try and pass the time away, um, found business doctors um, and liked the, liked the name, liked what it stood for, and also gave me an opportunity to focus on the things I enjoy doing, which is the front of house, for want of a better term, the sort of working with people and not having to build my own website and do the things that, um, as we know, as small business owners, um, we all have to do things that aren't necessarily our favourite areas. Mm. Um, And they they gave me the ability to focus on what I enjoyed doing. And they sort of took care of the the things that I knew were important, but not what I was skill set on or actually what I wanted to be focusing on. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so joined uh, Business Doctors uh, at the back end of 2018. So tell me, what, what does a business doctor do? A business doctor 
um, helps businesses build long-term strategy and which sounds very corporate but actually it's about having a plan by having some focus on achieving the outputs that all that hard work of a small business owner deserves to get so as a business owner we focus so much on the day-to-day because we're very busy we're very busy delivering the now so it gives them an opportunity to stop think actually remember why they started doing what they're doing have a plan as to what the end game actually means and that can mean so many different things because we've we've all been in business for so many different reasons so actually you know you've got to remember why you're doing this and then build a plan to achieve that um and, th- and then it's about working together the planning in some ways is isn't the easy bit but it's the bit that gives us a roadmap. Um, and actually it's the working with businesses once we've got a plan to keep them on the straight and narrow which is almost the most enjoyable part of it seeing those light bulb moments of when they make a change and it actually impacts them positively um, really does sort of the, is the area that you know for me is is such a powerful part of what I do yeah um, and working you're working with individuals and and you know you it's not it's not just about the business because you're generally dealing with people who have families or partners and therefore you, you're making a difference more than just to the the business yeah um, you're making a difference to, to the whole community of there of the, that they work and live in so yeah and so what kind of businesses do you help is it particular sector are you in a particular region so regionally, um, I work in the Nottinghamshire area, so um, literally sort of the whole of Nottinghamshire. Um, and sector-wise, it, it's, it's a real broad range because mm. it's about the individual and all the businesses I work with, they have got the skills of this specific sector. So if it's construction, I work with a, a construction company and the, the guys who run that they're the the bricklayers they're the the experts of building the the properties if you like but running a business is very different and you need to have both skills so um, i've worked with uh, daycare centers i've worked with printers i've worked with construction businesses so it's a real breadth of of businesses i work with um and it's I, i suppose i consider myself the generalist the foundation for for putting in the the key elements that allows the business to thrive because all businesses I work with are really successful but they've got to a glass ceiling they've got to a place where they keep doing the same things they get the same outcomes yeah and because they're great at what they do they're successful but if they want more or they they you know they want some more time or they want some um some some more growth then having somebody who um, can help them put that foundation in, give them that plan, and then work with them to achieve it. Um, really makes a difference. Yeah. Um, so, so the sector isn't important. The area that I work with with businesses is is Nottinghamshire in the main, um, but it, it's about helping to have that foundation to take the success and the experience they've got and drive that into. Uh, future growth so that they get what they want out of their business yeah and everybody's sort of end game is different Um, yeah that's the really the the great thing that when you sit down and ask people what they really want the answers can be you know all sorts of things you know some people talk about lifestyle some people talk about selling to move abroad some people just want a nice car um you know so it, it really changes for different people 
Yeah. So even though you deal with a, a wide variety of businesses, do you find there are some common things that business owners struggle with? Yes. Um, it's those things that they're, you know, we all have to do. I mean, I'm, I'm a small business owner myself. So, you know, we you, you do the finance, you do the sales, you do the marketing, um, you have to create the, the plans, the operations, you have to deliver. And we're not all great at all of those things. So mm. over time, you, you learn to sort of do them. Um, but the reality is, as you grow and you get busier at maybe doing the, the front end, so if it's a printing firm, maybe the printing, or if it's the, the building firm, it's actually, you know, when you, you move into hiring a gang of um, bricklayers, that changes from where you were just the builder or, you you know, you're changing the model. So obviously people is something that changes um, businesses hugely. So as soon as you start recruiting people, um, because your responsibility changes, you're not just paying your own mortgage, you're really paying all of the individuals mortgages. Mm. So there becomes a responsibility in that area and how you manage those and how you ensure that, you know, they're getting what they need and you're getting what you need because there's a two way street on that. That's really important. Sales is something that, um, again, you get to a point where if you want more sales, how do you create um, the business model to be able to deliver more sales? Because if you're a single person running a business, there's only so many hours a day. Yeah. If you, if you create a team of people, you can get more. But how does that affect the quality? How do you ensure the processes are the same? Um, and then we get to finance. Um, you know, cash flow is such a challenge for every business. Um, and as you grow, it gets harder. Yeah. You know, you think, well, I'm selling more, so I should have more cash in the bank. Actually, you know, generally most people are paying sooner than they should and um, getting paid later than they should. So yeah. therefore, straight away, if you've got bigger contracts and bigger outgoings, you're cashing under more pressure. Um, so managing all of these elements when that's not your core skill or not something you came into, you know, who went into business, unless you're an accountant, to actually be a finance yeah. director. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such an important part. Yeah. Who went into business to have KPIs and MSOPs and manage people? You know, a lot of people started business to get away from that. Yeah. They wanted to be their own boss. You know, they didn't want all the hassle of people. Um, and that's the other thing that people go into business because the great thing about running your own business is you've got nobody to answer to. Yeah. But the hard thing about running your own business is you've got nobody to answer to. Yeah, so exactly. Sometimes <laughs> you just need a bit of a guidance and somebody to go, are you sure that's the right thing to do, Liz? Are you really sure? Yeah. Um, and, and you know the answer, but sometimes it's good to talk. It's good to have that engagement with people. Yeah. Now, obviously, the last couple of years have been quite difficult for businesses. What kind of impact have you seen the pandemic have on, on people you've been working with? Um, I think the the biggest challenge has been um, that, that. So the start point was obviously that we, we talked about people, you know, don't panic was was a message we tried to get out straight away because and, and that was as much about for myself as anybody <laughs> else, because um, what do you what do you do when something happens that, you know, you hadn't anticipated? And we get that, you know, we used to get that in the past. So, you know, things happen that you don't expect. But where it hits everybody at the same time and we've got closed down, you know, we've all got to stay at home. How does that impact us? Um, so I think people's first piece was have I got enough money to survive um, at home? So it, it becomes a personal focus. 
and then it's have I got any customers still left so it was about that first probably month was about helping people to stop and think have I got customers what are my customers doing because although everybody was told to stop there was a lot of people still trading there was a lot of st businesses still going on mm. just not face to face so it changed how we did things and actually getting people to speak to all their customers and understand their situation was a really big push for us certainly in that early days and then communicating about what they should do you know there was a lot of grants there was a lot of there was a lot of noise and not a lot of light i suppose mm. and therefore well I, and this helped me as much as anybody else was because I, because it gave me something to focus on was taking all the information we were hearing and trying to distill it into something that was simple structured and effective for people so they could then action it yeah um and, and so I sort of very much started to communicate what was going on, what I was hearing, taking the information, you know, obviously being involved in different groups, whether it's the business doctors or um, the Chamber of Commerce and the local council, I had lots of contacts in those and I could sort of get to the nub of ask the questions and then share that. And that kept me focused because the, the mental side of things for everybody was really challenging. And it also then, Get, you know gave people the answers and helped people in that those early days yeah um, and that's where the consulting room really came from yes to be perfectly honest yeah um, yeah I think that's a great example of how you were using your network to help to help your clients yes so how important do you think that networking is for small businesses I, I, well I think I think for small businesses it's it's essential because um, talked before about you know having lots of skills and being excellent and experts at what you do um, having the ability to talk to people who are in similar situations not necessarily in the same sector but generally you know it's lonely being a business owner um, it's difficult because you're focused working in the business so you you know the time to get your head up and actually look to the future to look at at other things to remember why you're doing what you're doing becomes really difficult mm. so um so having a network of people who you can you know use learn from share just have that space as well um and one of the great things about how we've changed over the last two years in some respects is is the fact that networking isn't just face to face anymore yeah the, the amount of online so your ability to touch points with people not just in your local village or town or county is massive and i think that helps uh, local businesses um and and you know we're so busy every day that getting the opportunity to speak to other people who can help the amount of times that you know you see people who suddenly have got a connection through a networking that you've run or you've been part of and then you hear that they've done business or they've they've shared with each other and they've not actually done business together but they've helped each other um is is really powerful and i think the more that small businesses understand that and they find the time because time is such a precious commodity it's the one thing we spend without really worrying about it and it's the one thing we can't raise more of so therefore from that perspective actually understanding time and how you can use it to the max is, is a, a real powerful tool and, and a real interesting conversation we generally have with business owners. Yeah, um, and putting a cost to that time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There's a cost to everything and, and the amount of, of people who don't 
cost their own time so they'll say well it's me doing it so it doesn't cost me anything mm. um and you sort of go well hang on you know have you got a mortgage to pay have you got you know do you want to buy food do you want to go to the out to the cafe or you know well yeah well you've got to have money to do that yeah 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 but that's okay well it's not <laughs> we need to build you know everything you do if you're not earning money by doing it you're stopping yourself earning money yeah um so there's a cost to everything and and yes it, it paying somebody to do it isn't you know isn't always great but actually if that frees you up and you're paying them less than you would earn doing your your job then surely that's a better value for you the business and you're doing things you enjoy doing yeah it will, whenever you're doing something you don't enjoy and we all we'll all recognize this and you know i'm, I'm as bad as anybody it takes you longer than yes. somebody who enjoys it or who is good at it yeah um and that doesn't mean you shouldn't understand the key elements of your business but don't always have to do all the key elements of your business yeah yeah so tell me about the the consulting room lunch and um and how that network works so i mean that's that's been going for virtually two years now and and that started right back so we, it was just that um element of getting people into a safe space uh, 40 minutes over lunch time um sharing information having an opportunity to talk and i suppose as as we developed and we didn't know so david and i who sort of started it together we didn't actually know how long this would last you know we sort of went well we'll put it on and see and two years down the line it's still going and we've we've evolved it into still only 40 minutes and it's, it's quite interesting how many people comment how that is really refreshing and mm. actually um, powerful as a reason to come because you know you're not going to run over and just to be clear the reason it's 40 minutes is that's how long zoom gives you as a group before it cuts you off if you don't pay them for their service um, and at the start I wasn't sure whether I needed to pay for zoom or not because I didn't know how long I was going to need <laughs> for um, and actually after about three months I said to the group well should we pay for zoom and start have, and everybody was no 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 40 minutes is fantastic yeah because <laughs> we, we 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 know that and we literally get cut off and Liz you've been there where people are halfway through a sentence yep. and it goes um, I'm not sure you've been one of those people yet but you know I, but it's it's great because it adds to the buzz so everybody yeah. knows there's a clicking talk uh, clicking uh, clicking ticking, ticking clock there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, easy for me to say but yeah so it's one of those things where um so we, we've built it now to go let's just introduce each other let's just say hello and what are you looking for from the group and, and the really powerful thing on that is quite a lot of people just want network want one-to-ones which mm. we always sort of think is fantastic because that's about growing your network growing your understanding then we do a, poor, um, a sharing of some information. So we share some information that we think is relevant in this week. And then we discuss it. And we usually get 20 to 25 minutes to discuss, you know, whether that's about finance, whether it's about sales, whether it's about something that's, that's you know, relevant. And, and different people around the group have given us ideas and said, can we talk about this? And then we discuss it. And, and out of that, people take away as much or as little as they want. Um, and it's you know it's free to attend there's no you must attend it's people drop in and drop out so we get people coming and then two months later they turn back up and go really sorry i've been really busy but i'm back now and, and i think that's the great thing so it evolves so you turn up every week if you turned up every week you would not see the same people no um, it, it's there's a you know we, we tend to have about 12 to 14 people most weeks um but 
you know, there's probably three or four that are there every week and the rest are, and that's one of those is me, which is pretty important. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and it's a great way of just sharing information, taking time away from your business. I think that's the other thing that, you know, try and get across to people. It's only 40 minutes. And if you can't stop from your head down, trying to plow through your workload for 40 minutes in the day, then something's wrong because actually it's that opportunity to just stop, refresh, even if you just listen to us for 40 minutes and then go back, it's giving you a break that yeah. is so important. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you see the future of networking? Where do you think it's going to go now? Well, I think I think um, it will, I think online will continue to be a thing, mm. but I think face-to-face will be a thing. And I think that the great thing is we've all learned now how to use Zoom, some people better than others, and some people, <laughs> um, you know, um, don't want to but actually i think what you'll find is if it's local networking i think that will become face to face so yeah um in, in where i live in newark you know the business club we're back face to face and we get 80 to 100 people on a monthly basis mm. once a month and that's fantastic and that's back to sort of and has been the last couple of months so and i think that's about your local community and people coming together you know very much close but i think there will absolutely be the online um, networking because that can broaden your network yeah I know we've had a conversation Liz about you know yourself meeting people all over the country because of that yeah. ability to do it we've we've had people from Brighton to Manchester Bristol you know right the way up to Grimsby on the um, on the networking on the consulting room and, and we couldn't get that I mean you know I was joking somebody chatting the other day and I said we couldn't have a face-to-face consulting room lunch because actually you know it's too broad a geography to make that happen yeah um, and yet people still come and we still get new people you know somebody phoned me the other day and can we bring somebody along yeah absolutely it's an open forum it's you know it's not a closed shop by any stretch of the imagination um, it's it's there to you know help small business owners to build their knowledge, their insight, to stop them being working in the business, to get them working on the business, just even if it's just for 40 minutes, and also to meet new people who they wouldn't have met in, under normal circumstances. And I know, as I say, you know, the real buzz is sometimes when somebody's in the room and they say, oh yeah, I had a great one-to-one and we've now done business or we've, we've linked up and we've found a solution. Those things are, are priceless. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's what gives you the buzz on, on the days when you, you get those comments. Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to find out more about uh, either business doctors or come along to the consulting room lunch, how do they find you? So my email is uh, michael.hardy at businessdoctors.co.uk. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Um and if you, you know, we've also got a consulting group Facebook page, which we've set up um, this year, just again, to bring our community to give people an area where they can um, be together. Uh, we've actually got over 200 members of that already, which is fantastic. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, so, but Michael Hardy on Facebook, just uh, don't worry about my dancing. I don't do as much as that as I used to do in <laughs> lockdown. Uh, LinkedIn, I'm in LinkedIn and then my email 
Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm all over those sort of uh, usual social media areas. I've not made TikTok yet, but uh, <laughs> this time Watch for that. Space. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 lovely well thank you very much for being my guest and um, lots of great information in there and best of luck with uh, the consulting room lunch going forward brilliantly delighted to be part of this thank you very much indeed thanks for listening to small business big network if you found this podcast useful please do rate review and subscribe and don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too